judge me. If I don't, who is? <laughs> Hello, I'm Pastor David Woods. Hello, I'm Spartacus Joy. Welcome to our podcast. That's what he said. That's what he said. Not what you said. And not what you said. But what he said. But what he Amen. said. All right. So, uh, so don't judge me. What what does that what does that mean? Uh, we hear that we hear that often in uh, in the Christian uh, in uh, in our Christian walk. Don't judge me. Um, what, what what does that mean? Well, first of all, nobody likes to be judged. Nobody doesn't want anybody else to point out discrepancies in their life yeah. or or anything they do. I mean. Try to point some out at me. I'll prove that fact to you real quick. <laughs> um, uh, but when we judge people, it's according to the heart. It's, it's according to where the judgment comes from. Is it because somebody ain't doing things the way I want them done? Is it because somebody doesn't do things the way I like to do it? Or is there a concern there about what somebody is doing? I remember in the scripture, Jesus said, uh, judge not unless they be, unless you be judged. I think it's in Matthew. Um, so what do you think, what do you think, uh, if we exeget that scripture, exeget that scripture, what? I can remember a time when I didn't know what that <laughs> word meant. <laughs> or hermeneutics or uh, exegesis. Or... Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I can remember that time as well. Yeah. Not just for you, for me and yeah. my life. Um, but no, if we break that down and understand what, what Jesus was saying, judgment, um, putting judgment on one another. Uh, you know, I've often thought... Um, what does what what was Jesus saying? Because so many times we see on in the scriptures that uh, Paul actually give us place, and it wasn't Paul give us place. God give us place, Amen. you know, uh, in the scriptures uh, of helping one another uh, in their faults. You know, as far as identifying the sin in people's in other believers' lives. So what what was Jesus getting at? So. Well, I guess my question is, um, if you get to it, yeah, my question is the judgment thing. We often think that everybody, you know, Christians are judging one another. Uh, and in fact is not some, some of it is judgment by the way, and judgment is wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there is accountability. So what's the difference in what Jesus was calling judging and, and actually what, uh, Paul defined as accountability. In my simple terms, you know, Jesus came to seek and save those who were lost. Of course, the whole entire world could have been or was. We can get in all of that as you as as you said, exeget the scriptures mm -hmm. uh, uh, and uh, look at what was going on right there. But Jesus came to save a lost and dying world, and this and this yeah. is just just my my perspective on it. To do that, the heart had to be changed, and I'm not I'm not saying I know the mind of Jesus or I know the mind of God. Yeah. I it, I'm saying that 
they were spending their time judging folks and looking down upon folks. And judge and Jesus said, you know, won't we just stop that and look at ourselves? Then as the church started after Jesus came and did what he was called to do, it was obedient to the Father, uh, and done what he done. And as the church started, as those twelve began uh to do what was asked of them of Christ, then comes the church and the problems with the church. And the problem of growth with the church. Right. And so then we get what Paul was laid on his heart, which is accountability. And he and he differentiated that fancy word between this is what you do with a lost person and this is what you do with a brother. Yeah. And he said, y'all need to hang out together, know one another, be intimate with one another. And Christ asked for the same thing. Yeah. And y'all need to help one another. And uh, I think uh, for me, um, pointing out discretions is part of that accountability. Pointing out discretions through a filter of love is a, is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, especially when you approach it in love, especially when that's the only reason you're doing it. And it, it it lifts that brother up and out of the pit, to use a church word, or out of the mess he's in, honestly. Right. And it, I, I guess we go, uh, the, the I guess the most famous story in, uh, in the gospel would be uh, as far as a judgment on somebody else, um, and Christ really addresses it, um, was the Pharisees. When they brought the woman that was called in the very act of adultery. And I, and, I, and I believe, really, I, I do believe that people see, and they know that story, because um, that, that story is, you know, is talked about because uh, it's something we can use, you know. It's something we can use to say, hey, you can't do this, you know. But what was the, and, and this is to me, you know, what was the Pharisees' mind or heart set when they brought the woman to Jesus, that, see, that's what we got to understand. Uh, was they holding her accountable for being a Christian? Well, no. Uh, they because we we understand that you know this was the a Jewish uh, in the Jewish religion in Judaism, um, and the the punishment for doing sin. She was a Jew, and the punishment for doing sin was uh, that particular sin was death, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which was by stoning. Um, so, I guess. But now, but now, who made that law? Did Did Jesus command that law? If you commit adultery, you need to stone. If you catch it, you need to stone them. But if we're gonna, if we're gonna, LA, if we're gonna perform exegesis on things, yes. Uh, did they do that, or did God give the law and then that was added by men? The punishment was added by me. No, it's, I mean, that that particular, you know, stoning by uh, punishment for sin of adultery mm-hmm. in Levitical law was, that was a Levitical law. Okay. All right. That's in, good. In that's Ju- good. In I just Judaism. Wanted, I just wanted yeah. to clarify. Yeah. In, in, in Judaism, okay. that is a Levitical law. Um, and, and I think that here we have, Jesus was, again, we got to go, there's so much to un, unwrap here. 
to really understand what judgment and what accountability is. Um, but when we understand that Jesus didn't come to destroy that law or any law, the law in general, he come to fulfill that law. Absolutely. Uh, because what the law couldn't do, it couldn't save us. It couldn't, it, it couldn't redeem us. Jesus is the one that came to do that. He, so he fulfilled what the law could not do is, and the law just tells us that it shows us. Uh, and this is, uh, to me is as simple, uh, just simple theology that the law is here to show us that we're sinners to show us that we have fallen short of a, uh, of a holy God. Uh, that's what the purpose of the law is. And, so, and that's what Jesus, I believe, was telling us, showing us. Well, back and back to your question, what were the Jews doing when they come upon her, caught her, took her to the stoning pit or whatever that looked like? You know, because there's lots of people that say a stone was one big stone. Right. We know from TV and what we've heard in children's stories, it was a lot of people throwing little rocks. Right. Uh, so which, whatever, so which could, could that really kill you? I mean, yes. So, so <laughs> what? A lot of people. <laughs> however, they did it. They did it. Uh, uh, there is record of that. Uh, but where was their heart at? Where was their heart at? Was their heart more, more towards? I will watch everybody, and when I find them in sin, I will follow the law, and they'll get punished that way. Yeah. Or did they look at their own lives to make sure they were living according to the law? Because that's what these Jews were doing. They had still had not accepted Christ as their Messiah. Right, exactly. And and I believe there was, uh, not only was there a divine presence of Jesus standing there, so we would learn something in 2020, he was also there so he could teach those particular people there. Yeah. Uh, uh, something also, well, but, but, you know, Jesus, uh, didn't talk them out of it. Just his present, uh, dissuaded them from following through. Right. He wrote something in the sand. I have a great idea what he wrote. You, you don't agree. So we're not going to go there. No, no, it's not that I don't agree. It's just, you know, I don't know. Nobody knows. Well, we can have opinions. I mean, yeah, we have opinions yeah, on other yeah. things. I mean, it, we don't have to say that it's theology, you know, foundational theology or anything. It's uh, it's not. Uh, but now on this we can all have an idea because we know the character of Christ. Right. Uh, if you've known him any time and you, I guess, and you seek him, you're going to find out his character and, and how he how he does things and how he how he um, thinks, if you want to say. Uh, so for clarification. We know that Jesus bent over, wrote in the sand. They each one eased off. Nobody threw a stone. And, from the uh, oldest to the youngest. Yeah, from the oldest so, to the youngest. So from the wisest person and, uh, to the to Jesus the looked wise. at her and said, where's the people condemning you? They're not he here. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Right. All right. Where does, where does the story of that lady pick up at later on? It don't, does it? Okay, I wanted that for clarification. It wasn't this one. It wasn't that one. It wasn't this one. There's just no pickup from that story. Right. I mean, he just told her to go. So God, no the, yeah, and, and she he, became a follower of Christ after that. It, it says that Mary. Uh, well, the, that's why I said I, I believe that she is she is part of the women that follow Christ. There you go. I, I, I believe again. Okay, that's and that's what I was getting at. But but there we have an example of of. Christ not 
penally condemning a person for their sin, but reaching out and saying, follow me. Don't sin no more. Follow me. Right. Follow me. And uh, so, so we have not a, it is a good story for accountability. It is a good story against law and judgment versus accountability. But uh, 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 we have a story where we have to make the assumption the lady sinned no more and followed Christ. Yeah. I think, I think that's the hope we have in us that makes us do that assumption yeah. or have that assumption. Uh, there's also hope for the Jews that were standing there that some of them left and thought about what they were fixing to do and how inadequate they were to ex actually execute that job. Right. But getting back to our subject, which is accountability today, I'd ask you this question. As a pastor who has a multitude of people coming to you all the time, where do you go to seek out any accountability or any kind of, uh, let's say, venting, if there is a such word, if, if that's a Christian word to vent, I think I know for me, when I say I just need to vent, that usually that usually means I just need to sin a little while. You bear with me. I just need to sin a little bit. I've got I've got a lot of people I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And so 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 I don't know what we would call it. But where do you go, uh, or, or, or because you are a pastor well, and you're in this lofty position, yeah, I'm way, way up, up there, here, uh, above all us lay here, people. Low, lowest, the yeah. lowest position. Yeah. Way up here, where do you go for accountability on this earth? I know we can go to our Bibles, we can turn to the Lord in prayer, we can do all of that, but I'm talking about on this earth from another Christian brother. Well, I and mean, you don't have to be explicit. I would hope, I would hope that, uh, I would hope my, my, Closest people that's in my life um, holds me accountable for what I do. Um, as far you know, as far as the venting, you know, we 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 often we need somebody to talk to, uh, talk through. I, I often I, I believe uh, wholeheartedly that when we begin to have problems in our life or something arises, if we do not say anything about that then it will it will eat at us and it will become it will put us in bondage it, it will just wrap us up that's how we know you're a preacher it'll put us in bondage <laughs> use it'll churchy put, words yeah, it'll put us in bondage beloved it'll bring us down to the pits of despair <laughs> that's uh but I, I do, I, I believe that uh, I, I believe if we do not and we don't have to you know, you, you know, as well as I do when I come and when we talk on the phone and, you know, I think that's one of the reasons we, we wanted to start this podcast. If we could capture some sure. of those conversations we have on the phone. Uh, wow. I mean, we've had some really good conversations. We have, we have, but with that, you know, um, if I've got a problem, if I, if I'm having issues, um, within myself, maybe with somebody else or whatever, it's not that I'm coming to you and I'm talking about them. I'm try I'm I'm actually venting to you my issue, my problem, and you you giving me advice, the same as I would give you advice when sure. you when you do sure. the same thing. And we both typically as we should, uh, but we are human. 
I'm, and I'm not making an excuse. I'm not making an excuse, but we both typically uh, remember scripture that fits whatever incident, occurrence, uh, whatever's going on. Right. We don't just, just, in other words, when you call me and you're venting about something, I don't just join in there and saying, well, you know, just hang them up by their heels in front of the church and make right. an example I mean, of them. Well, what kind of, I mean, uh, really, what kind of Christian would we be if we'd done yeah, that? Exactly. And um, just for uh, the disclosure of information, I do want to say for the audience that even though you're a pastor and we are friends and we do obviously talk on the phone a lot, uh, so that's why we're doing this, as you explained, I do not attend your church. Yeah, you do not. You do I not. do not attend your church. Um, and I have never apostolated you either. Yeah, he has too. He has begged me to come to his church. Apostolated. Apostolated. That means invited me to his church on a permanent basis. Another one of them churchy words. Yes, he has tried to rip me off from the church I attend. Yeah, I've never done that. And every time I talk to him, he points out the indiscretions of my church. <laughs> I've never done that either. <laughs> But but I guess so. Uh, but but I could I could very well get into the mindset of the Pharisees. Yeah, and that was kind of where I was going with that story with the Pharisees and the woman caught an issue of adultery or in the very. Now was I wrong when I called them Jews? No, they they were Jews. Jews. Okay, yeah, I'm just Jews. just just yeah. clarifying no, the that's, words. That's fine. I mean, that's when fine. we jump from you know salvation is salvation. Yeah, washed in the blood, washed in the <laughs> blood. Right, uh, I just, I just for clarification. Yeah, and and but but I could very well vent to you about I'm having problems with somebody else, just the same as they brought that uh, that that woman to Jesus. Sure. And what was they doing? They they wasn't venting to to solve the problem in her life. They was venting to condemn that woman. Yes. Yeah. And see, that's the difference in, in judging and accountability. Uh, you know, what is the purpose of holding our brothers and sisters in Christ accountable for their actions? You think we need to say something to the effect right now of, uh, and this is just how our conversation on the phone would go. I would say, uh, I would say, all right, David, you just said what you did holding our brothers and sisters accountable. Is that the same as fruit inspectors? See, no, see, I, I don't necessarily believe that in a, in a, in, in that way that I just go out and I'm looking at your fruit. You, know, you ain't bearing fruit, you know, because uh, I often, often, I don't, I don't, I often do that in, in a way. I don't believe God appointed fruit inspectors. No, I mean, he just said you would know a tree by the fruit, it's, yes. the fruit it bears. What does that mean? I, I believe that means if, if a tree, uh, declares Christianity, mm -hmm. but they're not bearing fruit. Right. What am I to do? Get to know. Love I am them. to make sure that they know the gospel. Of Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. Get to know. Them. Love on them. You know, and tell them. Tell them the truth. But do it under a filter of First Corinthians thirteen. Always. Always. Don't be ugly always. to folks. Um, I truly believe that in today's churches that. We have set aside love. Yeah. We've jumped to be these Pharisees, Pharisaical Jews that were going to stone the woman. We've jumped past all that. We just want God to see that we're doing what he proclaimed. And I, and I can say, say this. Uh, 
with all conviction, and I'll probably get some bad comments on this, and, and that's all right, because everybody knows. I'm, I, I'm, I am who I am, and I, I believe what I believe. I, I believe that uh, your your some of your churches has went down that road. They got so much truth in it. And they have just thrown grace completely out the window. Oh, amen. Yeah. And uh, grace and grace in this instance, I will admit, is a better word than the love. Yeah. Uh, now that, grace that is, is love. that is the love. It is it, the, love, the love. I understand. Yeah. But we need to start talking about grace a lot more but, in our churches. I, I, I mean I mean, I grew up in in that uh, country, independent Baptist church, and there's nothing wrong with that. As long as they're kidding me, <laughs> country, yeah, as independent, long, yeah. I mean, you're kidding no, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I, I have nothing against the independent Baptist church, other than the fact that they, uh, you know, a lot of the mindset in it is we are, we're the only ones doing it right. Or yeah, and, and, and it's not that they come out and say that, and it may, and I'm not saying that they believe that, but what I'm saying is it it comes across that you know, hey, you know. We're independent. Well, I'm not independent. <laughs> I have a whole big old church out here that we that, that we need to to get together and 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 share the gospel of Jesus with this world. Yes. Um, but and, and and as a secondary, take care of one another. Yeah. And, and and be there for one another, just like we are for our families at home, because one makes a mistake, we don't cast them out. Yeah. We minister to them. We help them. We help them. Now, that doesn't mean that down the line, the enabling stops. And that's a whole different another subject for yeah. a different time. But but we don't throw a family member out for one mistake. No, no. I mean, we it, love them. We, yeah. we love them back to what we believe is our convictions in our family. And, and, and I, I want to make sure that people know that's listening to this podcast understands that this is not about um, just being that church that just just says there's no truth. There's just a bunch of love and grace. There has to be truth. Oh, Jesus said, I come absolutely. full of grace and full, full of, of truth. truth. Yeah. So, and, and the thing about it is he is so, I mean, there's so, uh, it's mixed perfectly, but we can't mix it perfectly. I mean, I've been in some churches, man, that the love of Christ is, I mean, it's, the arrogancy that's in the pulpit, uh, a preacher that preaches in an arrogant way to the point of, you know, every, everything is you're damned, you're damned, you're damned. And I'm not talking about, um, I, I'm not talking about a Joe Osteen type See, that's on I the opposite side. That's why I don't preach. I've told you a thousand <laughs> times because I, I'm standing up there and go, yeah, every one of them just dying and going to hell. Yeah, but there has to be a truth. <laughs> yes, sir. Right? But they, but there has to be grace with that truth. Yes. You know that God. Yeah, yeah. I've, you might be a sinner. You might be uh, uh, somebody that has never trusted and believed in Christ Jesus. But Jesus loves you, all right? And let, let me just give you some truth. The truth is, if you die in that shape, you're going to hell. Yeah. That is the truth. You know, the truth is that Jesus is the only way to get to heaven. Amen. You know, that's the truth. But the grace is, but God gave us a, loved us so much, he gave us a gift. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, and his that, that gift is Jesus, and he wants us to accept it. Yes. He gave us power to become the sons of God. Yes. So, I mean, there's, it has to be both. 
we can't just say, you know, you know, this is this is what's wrong with you. This is what's wrong with you. This is what's wrong with you. This is what's wrong. I'm I'm tired of hearing this is what's wrong yeah, with you. We, why why in our holding room. accountability is not this is what's wrong with you and that's it. Yes. That's judgment. That's judgment. We 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 in this natural state here on earth. Now I you know, okay, I'll be churchy. I've got a spiritual body and I've got a natural body. And and we again another subject for another time, but in this natural state, I'm gonna flee from somebody who is always, always, always condemning everything I do every time I see them. But now you mix a little love with that, and a little grace, and the fact that I think you genuinely care about me, probably gonna listen. That's right. See, and I just think that that's the difference in judgment, judging someone, and and there's a, to me there's a lot of judging in the pulpits. Oh sure, and and accountability. Yeah. Uh, the the Pharisees came that day to judge that lady, and not only judge that lady, but judge Christ. Pretty deep, right? Like you, <laughs> accountability. If they was holding her accountable, you know, as in a, in a, in the Jewish faith, if they was just holding her accountable, they would try to help her up, yes. not not condemn her. And see, that's the difference in judgment. If I'm judging you, condemning you, or I'm trying to I'm trying to help you up, because and the, and the reason I say that is because in Galatians, Galatians tells us Paul says it very well in Galatians, and I uh, I just want to read that that scripture for you um, in Galatians chapter 6 verse number 1 he says brethren if a man be overtaken in fault now he's talking to the church he's not talking to an unbeliever he's talking to a believer brethren if a man be overtaken in fault you which are spiritual restore such a one in the spirit of meekness considering thyself lest thou also be tempted because they, they none of us perfect right but if I'm going to help you up I need, I need to do it in meekness, right? Mm -hmm. I need to do it in grace, but I also need to do it in truth, mm -hmm. right? But the fact of the matter is I need to lift you up and I need to help you back mm -hmm. up and get you back on your feet. But but those Pharisees that day was wanting to kill her. They wanted her to be stoned. They wanted her to die, be condemned for what she did, you know? And I, and I think that that is the... The, the flesh in us, that when we see somebody in judgment or in judgment of somebody else, I believe that is a, a sure fact that their flesh is, arose up and they want them condemned. You know, they don't like that. Let me ask you this question. In, in this walk with God, in following God, Let's, I, I, I think I'm going to get away from a, a Christian walk, a godly walk, in following God. I'm going to substitute with following God, uh, which means you both profess. We follow God. You follow God. I follow God. Uh, uh, where would you... Um, this is going to be a bad question, but I'm asking it anyway. Where would you rank the importance of accountability on this earth? In, in in strengthening your walk in in 
in uh, firming up your walk and find out foundationally having a strong foothold. God, I sound like a preacher. I hate that. So the importance, the importance of accountability to me is or rating it or what have you. The fact I would not be the man that I am today hey, without accountability. That's me. And see, that's and 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 that should and that's and that's everybody really. Yeah. Now, they, they might not recognize it or they might not uh, confess that, but nobody would be where they are today without accountability because we are in, we live in this flesh and we, we need one another. The Bible tells us that we need one yeah, another. Yeah, we've got several scriptures this morning that, that we could just start reading that, yeah. that, that refer to that. Yeah. Let me uh, be GC. GC means godly correct, not politically correct. But let me be GC. I will tell you that in my life, that once I said, okay, I'll look at this about being friends with these know-it-alls and have them in my life. Talking about Christian men who had some study and some prayer under them, and some right. some years under them, some resources under them, uh, some some walking the walk under them, uh, to be GC about it. At that point, I became more malleable, so God could work through me and use these men to affect, or yeah, to affect change in my life. So I guess what I'm saying, no, no, nothing to me, but all the glory goes to God. Another churchy thing we do uh, that we should do. I'm, I'm not making fun. Uh, I've grown more in the last five years through through accountability. Because we're, what we're doing, what I did prior to those five years, yes, I picked up my Bible. I read it every now and then. I went to church on Sundays. Then I started going to church on Sundays, Sunday nights. And then I started going on Wednesday nights. added that Sunday, Sunday night. And um, I put God in his little box. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And I said, wow, what a life. There's some neat people here. I like them, but uh, this is it. Nothing's changing in my life. Lord, I'm even giving the church money now on a regular basis. Nothing's changing in my life. And uh, you, you you get to a point where you go, there's more to it than this. And where I found that out was by who I started hanging out with. And then the next thing that happened was how honest I got with people. When I started revealing my soft underbelly, and people started look at me and going, I can remember when I did that. I can remember that. I mean, I wasn't rebuked. I wasn't. I wasn't told to get out of the church for the building fell down. I was. I never caught the first fella off guard. So you 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 said something was mouthful. So you so you're saying it it matters. It matters who you hang out with. Oh, absolutely. I know a woman that's in my small group. If she is here, she'd jump up and quote you the scripture where God demands it. All right, so Paul <laughs> Paul tells us, Paul tells us this very thing in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, at verse 9. It says, he says, I wrote unto you in an epistle not company, not to company with fornicators, yet not altogether with fornicators of this world, or with covetous or extortionaries, extortioners, or with idolaters. For then must ye needs go out of the world. 
But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or idolater or railer or drunkard or extortioner with such and one not know not to eat. For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not you judge them that are within? But then, and that's a mouthful right there, verse 12, and we'll get to that. But then that are without God judgeth. Therefore put away from among yourselves the wicked person. Um, so it is important who we hang out with, even within the church. Yes. Because people, even people in the churches... <laughs> I mean, and that's what we, we know. I mean, not everybody in the church is doing the right thing. Not everybody in the church is living the right life, okay? Amen. I mean, <laughs> that's just plain, that's just, that, that's just plain and simple. Ladies Bible, and gentlemen, this comes from a local pastor. <laughs> the Bible says that the wheat and the tares grow together. Yes. So we know that. So we know that there's people that see the grass and the weed. Yeah. I mean, we know that friends. there is that we know that there's believers and unbelievers in the church. Yes. Right? Yes. But we're but but also within the believers, not everybody's living the right life. Okay. Because yeah. and and that's what he's telling us. He said even within, and and I want you to get in that verse twelve because this goes along with our accountability. Now we're, we're, we're he uses the word judge here, but. But I believe it means accountable, okay? Um, he can change the words because he's a master. No, I'm not changing the words. I'm messing if we, yeah. I'm messing Verse 12, it says, For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? And that's, an, um, that's, an, that's a non-believer, without. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, do not ye judge them that are within? Right? So that's us holding our brothers and sisters accountable. Right. I okay? agree. In verse 13, but them that are without, God judges, right? His wrath will judge, you know, at the great white throne judgment, he will judge the unbeliever, right? the ones without. Um, and we, we know that. Therefore, put away from among yourselves that wicked person. And so, so for us to understand that people we hang out with is going to affect our law. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Even in the church. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Do I hang out? Do I hang out with everybody in our church? I don't know. In my church. I don't know. Not to say that everyone. I, I. I have. I just. I have to say. I have some really good people in our church. It's a. It's. It's a smaller church. Uh. So and I know every one of them personally. Okay. Personally. Personally. That's a great. Word. <laughs> But and I do. I know all of them. And, and could I hang out with all of them? I could hang out with every one of them. Uh, but, but some in in some ways we have a little bit different interests, hobbies, and stuff like that. So it allows us not to and stuff like that. But 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 we're still family. All right. But I have been in churches that I didn't want to hang out with everybody in that church because I knew their their lifestyle. And you know how I knew their lifestyle. So that's the way they acted in church. Because I, I seen the tree and the fruit that was bearing on that tree wasn't good. Hey, I'm, I'm just, I, I get that. <laughs> I understand it. I get that. I'm just, I'm, I'm not yet been uh, uh, industrialized in the fact that I'm looking for fruit all the time. I'm not. I, I'm, what I'm getting at, and I didn't mean to call God's word industrialization. I'm just being Spartacus. Just y'all bear with it or don't listen if you don't like it, but whatever. 
my my and maybe I shouldn't have said that, but I don't care. Uh, my thing is 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 through interaction with people in the church is where I find out what maybe I find out you know what type of fruit they're bearing, whether it be non-fruit or discolored fruit or deformed fruit. Uh, and yes, I have to agree. There are some people that I do not want to be best friends with, but I do love them. Yes, exactly. I do love them. And now with a little spiritual, very little. We might have went down the wrong path. Yes, we did. But with a <laughs> very little spiritual maturity, I do know that God's word is true today. Just within the last year, I am able to, beyond a shadow of a doubt, love somebody and not want to be their best friend. To get to, uh, but what I asked, since you went off this trail of, well, love this one, love that one, don't yes. love this one, don't love that one, I stay away from this, stay away from that one, and all that, is, is, I don't even know what I asked now. I said that you are who you hang out with. Yes. And I believe God's word says that. And in, it, it, point blank. Yes. Uh, like I said, if I had the lady from my small group here, she'd tell you the exact verse. Yeah. I don't believe it was the same one you looked at. I believe there's another. One. But anyway, uh, how do we get to the point where we start revealing our soft underbelly? That's what I call it. What I'm trying to say is reveal the things that we struggle with that are go directly against what God would have us be doing. What gets us to that point? What gets us? And I know you as a pastor, and I'm not, I'm not putting you in a small arena by no means. I'm just referring to you as a pastor. You know, we can say sin puts us there, then conviction comes, then repentance, and then we're ready to deal with it. I get that. But I'm just saying, what does that really That's look like? What does maybe? it look like? What's it look like, maybe? All right, so... so. I believe God gives and, us and hold on, not pause, pause. Has this turned into be a question and answer podcast? A little bit. Yeah. Okay, that's good. But it's kind of how we talk on the phone. It's kind of, kind of. I think we're still talking like we talk on the phone. Okay. I mean, you can leave that in or take it out. I don't yeah. care. Um, but I, I, I believe, I believe God gives us an image of what you're asking. Okay. Uh, to Jeremiah. You're going to preach now, ain't you? Nope. I'm sitting your eyes. <laughs> I, I believe that he gives an image of what you're talking about to Jeremiah. Now, what all that looks like, you know, mm -hmm. what, what uh, you know, understanding, I uh, mean, I have sin, uh, mm -hmm. the convictions there, uh, and the re repentance and, you know, and getting back to where I need to be with God, all that whole process right there. Mm -hmm. right? Now, I believe he gives us Jeremiah an image of a potter. You know the story. Yes. And the clay. Mm -hmm. right? Clay's marred. Yeah. It's still clay. Mm -hmm. Right? So we're, we're understanding I'm in God's hands. I'm clay in God's hands, but I'm marred up. Mm -hmm. And that is a, a fact that I've got sin in my life. Right. Right? Impurities. Impurities in my in, we go. That's right. Impurities. But with that, and I, I'm not going to preach a message or anything, but, but just to talk. To talk about that understanding, mm -hmm. uh, there's some things that has to happen that God does, okay? God has me in his hands. I'm in his hands right now. As we sit here at this table in your garage, he has me in his hands. Now he's going to tell us how the Holy Ghost is <laughs> present, too. 
Which but, he is. But but with that though, but with that, now when we see that image of that potter's hand taking that clay and begin to take all the impurities out of that, right? Yeah. All right. Well, it's got to be pliable. So he adds water, right? Which is the Holy Spirit, right? He adds water to make it pliable. Right. Right. So he can work it, yeah. get all those impurities out. Here he goes. What happens? Who, 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 what God, What does God, so we, we see the image that he gives Jeremiah, but how does God really do that? I believe, I believe he uses you yeah. to help me. Yes. And but I, when, but I think, when I, but I, and I'm not, your answer is beautiful. I can make fun on the wall, but that's just how I am. You know, know that. I know. You love me warts Again, and all. Again, we're, we're doing our conversation yeah. on the phone. You love me warts and all. I love you warts <laughs> and all. Uh, but uh, how, how do we get to the point of being malleable? And, and my answer would be, would be, like I said earlier, conviction, then repentance of it. And then I'm in the wilderness going, okay, this is bothering me finally. Holy Spirit's got a hold of me. He's saying, you're wrong. I keep hearing him say, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're stupid. You're stupid. What I hear, folks, is I'm stupid. I'm stupid. And, uh, uh, and then what I did was scream out to people, to men, and I'm not dismissing women. Let me just clarify that real quick. I think women need women accountability partners. Oh, yeah. I'm not coming from that old age of put the girls in this Sunday school room and the boys over there and don't let nothing in the twix twine. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying we're two men, so we're talking about men, that period. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I screamed out. Hey, I got this sin in my life and it's eating me up. And so I guess just a tiny bit of obedience and then God done much with it. He didn't glorify me. It glorified him. But he was there with me. So I guess I was following. But to encourage another man to seek out another man for counsel, how do we do that? By this podcast, could be. God. I'm, I'm telling you, there's been some some God altering things in my life, but most of them, most of them, not all of them, pale in comparison to the fact of me finding brothers that knew how to talk with to me with grace and love about things in my life that right. I probably best get rid of. And guess what, folks? It wasn't deep, dark sins. It wasn't. It was just normal crap that a person needed to get rid of. That they right. were just stumbling all over, and they just. It's like I've told you a million times. I don't know until I know. And that's. And until then, I still don't know. That's right. That's until a, I know. And that's everybody. You know, uh, we don't know until we know. And. Uh, and and when and when that is revealed to us, and however God reveals it, He reveals it in so many different ways. Yeah. But it could be, could be revealed to you from me, yeah. or somebody else coming to you yeah. and doing exactly just. Uh, again, I want to clarify what judgment and accountability. The difference is, uh, is. Yeah. judgment is condemning. Yes, accountability is restoring. Amen. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. 
because if if I'm coming to you to 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 uh, hold you accountable, I'm wanting to restore you. Amen. But if I'm coming to judge you, then I'm condemning you. I'm glad to use that word. It's usually a word like rebuke. <laughs> what in the world does that mean? I'm going to rebuke you. Reprove and rebuke. Yeah, reprove. That was the word I was looking for. Reprove. Reprove. So, uh, but but that's, I mean, in, in a nutshell, that's what we have to understand. And God does send people in our direction to hold us accountable. And we should be ready, willing to uh, to and, and when I know that don't when we hear the word hold accountable, right? We don't we thinking we're thinking of judgment, right? Because that's hold you're holding me to this, right? Uh, I'm holding you to being a Christian, right? Is what I'm doing. I'm trying to help you be a Christian. I'm go ahead. I didn't mean to. I'm re- I, I, if you're if you're falling, just like Paul said in Galatians, I'm trying to help you back up. Because that's my job. He he don't only command people to to not fall and and to not walk with ungodly people. He commands the ones that's walking uprightly to help those that's not that is down in the ditch to help them up. I uh, I have a I have a a good story in my life that I do want to share for the days over with or for this times over with. Um, about accountability in my my life and how it looked the very first time for me. Um, Luke Gardner for 35 years. Uh, uh, don't need to go into what I did and didn't do and all that stuff. But as everybody knows, construction workers are cut out of their own little mold. And that mold is not pretty most of the time. No. So along with that, I picked up pretty foul mouth. Uh, 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 so I have cussed, uh, I have said curse words, uh, when there's plenty of other better words to use, I've come to realize, uh, but I have cussed. So four or five years ago, um, maybe six, I don't know. I don't keep up with time like most men do. I can't tell you when nothing happened. Um, I was in a parking lot at church and I was talking to a brother that, uh, uh, we had a Sunday school class in common. And then the other commonality was he was a youth pastor. And uh, so he had my children on a lot of Sundays, a lot of Wednesday nights, a lot of youth trips, a lot of this and a lot of that. And we were just talking about things men talk about, I suppose. Nothing ugly, nothing bad, nothing we shouldn't have been. And we were just talking along there. And about 10, 15 minutes in conversation, he looked at me and he goes, Spartacus? And I said, yes. And he said, do you realize you cuss about every other word? And I said, that much? Really? He said, yeah, about every other word. And I said, well, brother, I didn't mean to offend you. I'm, I'm very sorry. He said, you ain't offend me. He said, you're offending God like crazy, but you ain't offending me. <laughs> That's accountability. <laughs> That's accountability. Now, this gentleman I'm speaking of is still my accountability partner. For being upfront and honest in front of people that are listening, uh, you're my accountability partner, too. I have multiple 
uh, because I'm bad off, it takes it. Because <laughs> you, you all get wore out and I have to move on to the next one. But I'm just saying, that was my first taste of being held accountable by a Christian man. And his words were exactly what I said. He yeah. said, you're not offending me, brother. Right. He said, I think you're offending God. And I remember correctly now, he said, I think you're offending God. Right. He said, but I'm going to leave that between you and God. He said, I just thought I'd bring it to your attention. And that, and that is exactly, you know, that, that right there is, is helping restore something that has been broke. Yeah. Um, and that also, he could have, he could have went a wholly different way and he yeah. could have judged you. He could have judged me. And con, condemn, you know, in that judgment thing we're talking about in condemning, uh, he could have very well done that. But because this guy did it right and didn't, you know, come at me with some better than thou tone, uh, it led to him being a person that I could carry much larger things to and a relationship began to form and build. And uh, uh, today I would say it's invaluable. Uh, there's always much larger things that we, we just keep hidden from everybody. Right. That over the course of years now has just come out. It's been dealt with. I'm forgiven. I don't have to deal with it again. It's gone. I can now attest in my own life that once you give it to God, he'll take care of it. You ain't got to fool with it no more. Amen. And and that's, uh, you know, you saying that that led to uh, almost it led your confidence in him. Uh, he did. To be, he did. To, be, to be that accountability. And that, and and that's what I think happens. Um, you have some people that just can't be your accountability, sure. Because and it's all because of the distinguish between accountability and judgment. Right. Um, they can't really do the uh, restoring. They can do the condemning. Mm -hmm. And in in some instances, to to clarify, uh, you know. Some people just don't know how to do that. Some people don't sure know they, how to be accountable. Sure, they don't, you know, they don't hold, have the talent. Hold, hold people accountable in a yeah. restoring way. Um, and I know that it sounds funny when I say hold um, hold somebody accountable because it's almost it almost sounds condemning, but it, but it really isn't because holding somebody accountable is helping them along their journey. We understand this in this world, we put different connotations on words that were never meant to have the connotation. Uh, 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 Woods, I'm going to hold you accountable for your actions. To us, that sounds horrible. To the world, right. that sounds horrible. Yeah. To you, you probably go, Brother, I appreciate you. Yeah, which is what I would do now. And, and again, that 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 shows a mature Christian. Yes, that can say, yes. I want you to hold me accountable." Yeah, sure. Uh, and absolutely. Because so, if I if you, you was to hold me accountable, say say, uh, are you trying to help? Oh, I restore. do hold you accountable. Yeah, I know you do. I'm the only one brave enough to do it. <laughs> no, I don't but, care. but I don't care how big of a pastor. No, you I, are. but I believe that that shows maturity or lack of maturity in Christians when they can't sure. allow people to hold them accountable. Sure. It, it, it's just, it really begins to reveal the maturity level that they have. And, and not to say it, it's, it's just that people are at different places in their walk and they need help to get, you know, to those 
to those places that they need to get to. Uh, and it just comes by learning. Yes. And, 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 and I want to give you one more thought about all of this. Uh, and don't, 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 I don't mind a difference in opinion, but I don't think this accountability that we're talking about needs to be confused with the accountability we hear of in, uh, Okay, here's where lack of study, lack of being a pastor, lack of being able to keep a straight face comes in. Where we hear of how to reconcile things with a, a brother, you know, we go to him and tell him we got a problem. That don't work. Then we take some elders with us or some more men with us. That don't work. Then we go before the church. Uh, in my little system of life, uh, I believe there's a difference in what we're talking about. I think I'm not, I'm not saying that that only works. Well, I am. I, I, I just think when we're talking about hurting the body, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. That's because, because that but is accountability is, is between me and you. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and it's, and it's not so much even just between me and you, it's just between whoever is being accountable at that moment. Sure. Uh, it, that's what it's about. And it's never about just me and you. It's about me and you and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, but, but you know, as far as what Matthew 18, <laughs> as far as what Matthew 18 is talking about, you know, that is a a problem within the church, a problem yeah. with a brother. And that's what I want you to know, clarify. Yeah, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a problem. There's an all. There's a problem. Don't hit me. And uh, I'm going to throw this at you. Yeah. I would. That's another story, <laughs> uh, too. Um, but anyway, uh, so uh, I, I think it's been a good conversation. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I know that uh, everything didn't go as planned, but uh, it's the first one. <laughs> it is the first one. And first, but not only the first one, but uh, we're doing this to glorify the Lord. And uh, you know what that means. Uh, so you're going to pass a plate now? <laughs> You're going to post a PayPal to the yeah, church's account. We're going to start a Patreon already. First episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, no it's, uh, but I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed this I've enjoyed time. it too. And I enjoy all of our conversations that we Absolutely. have. Uh, now we will have to do less of those conversations. <laughs> so we'll have something so, so we can do this. I think uh, we've got people in our lives that would tell us we, we never risk running out of something to talk about. Yeah. So it's, uh, but it's good. Uh, and uh, I appreciate all the ones that is, is uh, listening to, to, to this and uh, are watching. Um, but it's, uh, I think it, uh, hopefully it could help somebody restore somebody. Yes. Uh, that's because that's, you know. That's the ultimate goal. Grow, growth the, is the what we're promoting goal, growth. The, yeah, the, the goal is not to see our faces on a camera. Our, go, uh, our goal is not to hear our voices. Our goal is to glorify God uh, by helping someone else. That's right. Uh, yeah. By somebody learning something from what we got to say, <laughs> if there's any possibility right. in that. Right. So it's because it's not what you said. It's not what you said, but it's what he said. Amen. Amen.